When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Big good morning to you, our wonderful, amazing SCNZ listeners. It is Wednesday, we're halfway through the week, hang in there, hang in there, big weekend's coming up, and uh, Tony Kemp, he's still in Kitty Kitty, can someone drive north and get him, get him home. Hey, do Tony? <laughs> <laughs> morning to Bo, morning to Yep. Uh, don't worry, I'll be home today. Don't need to send up the uh, the search party. You need a cuddle. Um, Miss you. Yeah, I'll get you back down. I'll get back down there today, brother. I'll be back down there. It's actually our uh, last running it straight today for this for the year after the grand final. We're going to be wrapping that up, me and Sammy Hewitt, uh, from two o'clock today. So uh, if you're about and you're maybe in your car or you got your, your earpods on, you're up for a run, why don't you tune in running it straight from two? With Sammy, uh, so yeah, mate, be a nice little cruise back down uh, State Highway One through. Hopefully, a nice day because it's been beautiful up here the last couple of days. I I have to say, the sun's been out. It's been quite warm. Oh, mate, it is a beautiful day here. Well, it's still dark when I got up, but I looked up and I saw the stars, and it's always a good sign when you can see the stars up in the sky and not a cloud anywhere. So I'm sure. I think it's a high of 16 degrees here in Tamaki Makoto. So gonna have a great day. Kids are going to tennis. I'll drop them off, and I have six hours. To have a, to be able to recoup because yesterday I went to the zoo, and well, we that was a busy old place, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> busy school holidays, school holidays down there, Point Shiv. Um, the zoo will be an absolute oh, must do for for school holidays. So I love the zoo. Uh, little, little monkeys running around all over the place. Um, they're out of control. Yeah, seven of them I with us. That, I, I, <laughs> I see, the, I see that on your socials, mate. So good on you, good on you for for doing the uh, daddy daycare and getting out there and amongst it with uh, with the kids. I mean, mate, just talking about that, I remember um, in England of all places, and I think in Cheshire, Cheshire, and, P, and someone might be able to text me double eight double three if they they know this place. But you can actually drive through, mate, in the middle of winter, a safari park with lions. In the middle of England, of all places, <laughs> and uh, and these lions walk around your car. It's, I was only talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Like, who would have thought to get some lions and put them in the middle of England in winter on Cheshire, which is just outside of Manchester, freezing, <laughs> freezing, absolutely freezing. How they enjoy that? Um, They'd hate that. Well, yeah, they weren't born in the Antarctic, were they? So it's um, mate. I'll, look, you take you take your kids at the zoo, Auckland. If you ever come to Auckland, Auckland's a must do, must do as far as the zoo goes. Uh, and what and what else is on the agenda for you this week, mate? With, uh, with Daddy daycare. Well, today you're going to drop them at uh, tennis camp for six hours, and uh, then I've got a few meetings, a bit of training. I haven't trained this week. It's it's full time gig, isn't it? Um, so yeah, just been just been busy, and and today's just going to get some. Get some stuff back and uh, work on my yeah, my brain, my body, get get job done, and then it's three o'clock it's back into it for the night shift. So uh, should be a good day today, Kempi. But that zoo was outstanding. Tomorrow, gonna go to the Sky City because we drive past it every day, and I've said to them, 
oh, you want to go up there, Tills? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, oh, do you want to jump off there, Tills? And she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and so we're just going to go for a cruise, do some touristy things, head up to uh, how to Clevedon and uh, spend some time with, with Daisy's family and then fly back to Christchurch on Friday. Back nice. into school, Monday. So a big couple of days. I've really enjoyed Auckland. It's been good. The kids have had a blast. It's been busy as hell, but uh, it's been awesome. And Jimmy's come through. Morena, Izzy, Kempi, smash the morning, lads. We'll do our best, Jimmy. And uh, we've got a big show today. We've got Sam Burgesson coming on for Love Racing. Huge news yesterday, Kempi. We'll touch on I'm sure you're going to touch on in, in your Love Racing update mm. uh, about Sharp and Smart that I was reading. Um phew. It's going to be, it's gone. All the board horses have struggled in the mud. They had a virus. Yeah, well, yeah, well you, you, get to, you get to think about it. Mm. Like, and this is always the go. I remember talking to, remember um, Andrew Forsman on Friday and saying that uh, possibly Legato will come out. And he, and he sort of giggled, didn't he? He was like, yeah, well, let's hope so. Because Legato was um, put into favourite. And, and sure enough, on Saturday morning, Legato was pulled out, but really late. In mm. the uh, in the day around lunchtime, I think Pierre got pulled out as well, and you and you, you know, hats off to those trainers thinking, you know, like we've got more than just this race to run, and um, yeah, it's it's it is tough. It does take it does take a lot out of horses, and and really the one I want to talk to Sammy about is Tokyo Tycoon because that was arguably the best uh, best horse running around last year, or one of them, um, with Imperatries, and it really didn't find its way through the, through the uh, I guess, the wet of the Hawks Bay. And it's, it's plenty plenty soft. It start, you've got to remember, it started at a soft seven mm. on Saturday and ended up a heavy nine. I actually think it was a little bit heavier, you know, talking about how sticky it was. So we'll talk to Sammy Burgesson about that. Uh, great, mate. Great kid, and also obviously got some horses running today too um, in Tauranga where we'll just possibly pick up a tip or two from them. Oh, we will. That'll be my first question, and no doubt that'll be my last <laughs> question too, just to really cement at home that maybe I'm going to back a winner today. But So looking forward to that. We've got Alex Brotherton. We're going to be talking EPL, Football, Champions League, the VAR. We've got it all. We, we spoke to him earlier. We'll play that for you after 7 o'clock. At 8 o'clock hour, well, Kempe's not here. So I'm going to have a busy studio. You got in. I'm going to have a busy studio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've got Steve Lancaster coming through to be in the show, on the show with us, in the studio with myself, followed by Paul Wilcox, because they've got an awesome promotion running. And we want to tease that throughout the morning, and you could be in, you have your chance to win something amazing. So stay tuned for that. Who am I? Clue number one. Got an Adidas golf voucher, 100 bucks up for grabs. Get away with Adidas. Visit adidas.co.nz slash getaway underscore with underscore golf. T's and C's apply. Clue number one. I was born in Wellington in the 90s and have represented New Zealand at two Olympics. I was born in Wellington in the 90s and have represented New Zealand at the two at two Olympics. Double eight, double three. Send your answers through, and we'll announce that winner at the end of the show. A big show ahead, but right now it's time for this, kids. Round one, fight. Yes, boys, triple threat time. Thought we'd kick it off with a little bit of interesting news that I found overnight. Dallin Watsheny's a Lesniak. Sammy Hewitt's uh, probably favourite name to say. Yours as well, Kempi. What did you call him, Lionel Richie? 
<laughs> they, yeah, Air Dallin. Air Dallin. new name. That's his Air new name. Dallin. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get him a logo for that, copyrighted as well. But, uh, boys, he's uh, decided he's not going to make his uh, return to the <laughs> Kiwi squad for uh, the Pacific Rugby League's championship. Either one or two things is going to happen to DWZ. He's either going to have surgery, which would rule him out later this month. Uh, otherwise, this is the interesting part, boys. He's eligible to play for Tonga. Now, there has been rumours floating around that Dylan will make his way over to play for Tonga, albeit injured. But, uh, boys, I guess my question here is, uh, if Dylan's not playing for the Kiwis, Kempi, who's our best winger in the country right now? Uh, in the, in who plays for the Kiwis? Who yep. actually comes out and plays for yep. the Kiwis? So there's, there's, there's two parts of this question. The first one is the Pacific Cup, and if... You look through a lot of our players um, that played for the Kiwis. They could, they could, a, a, a heap of them could go out and play for Tonga or Samoa, who are who are in this, in this cup. Yeah, um, and I think that's really a, an issue, and always is going to be an issue for the Kiwis going forward with this format. So already we've seen Dallin Dallin say, "I'm not playing, but I will play for Tonga." Uh, I think I think there'll be a, a, a few others too that have. Um, given the given the opportunity, we want to go back and play for their their motherland, uh, which I think is a great thing. You've got not, uh, Nelson Osifa Solomona, uh, you've got Francis Liotta, the the likes of that, uh, uh, those players that can go out there. Mulitalo is the winger that mm. you're talking about, Kez, um from Cronulla, uh, and I think the Kiwis will be really surprised if this kid from Melbourne, uh, Will Walbrick, doesn't get a call up to the Kiwi team on uh, mm. on one of the wings. I think he's a big, strong. Uh, winger, and I think he'll get a he'll get a shot. Um, but yeah, if you if you're talking the main thing around Dallin, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Surgery first, World Cup last year. Players are tired. Will Joey Manu play? Uh, Jerome Hughes. You're looking at the spine. Brandon Smith only just started to find some form at the back end of the year. And Dylan Brown comes into the mix now because Sean Johnson's already ruled himself out as well. Uh, so it's going to be a pretty interesting selection of the team. The Kangaroos have named their side, the Samoans have named their side. I'm expecting the Kiwis to, and Tonga to name their side in the next couple of days. Love it, Kempi. Just quickly, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Jermaine Osako? Nah? Uh, yep, he'd be, be the other one. I'd yep, punch him, be, well, he's, he's the top try scorer, mm. um, right up the top. Uh, but I guess, you know, when you've got... Mulitalo there, probably Asako if they need a kicker. Mm. Um, it's gonna it's gonna come down to you know how many they want to carry in the outside backs because the other play the other place they are going to be struggling is in the centres. Yeah, you know does Rena Smith get called up? Does Joey Manu uh, go? I don't think Joey Manu plays, mate. I, rec- I reckon he'll be you get Rocco Berry down from his club. Uh, no, no, not yet. Okay. I give him a, give him another year in first grade. I think I think you know. They wouldn't want him to be given that opportunity, really, um, on the back end of the season that he has too, because you need him firing next next season. Because that's the problem that you got is you're going into the the Pacific Nations, you're not training till January, and uh, most teams won't like that after the World Cup last year. Round two. Now I'm very lucky that I get to work with uh, two of the country's biggest menaces, but uh, heading over <laughs> to the United States, I don't know if you saw the NBA media what day was he yesterday. Doing? Jimmy Butler, Himmy Butler, I like. He looks like that person off the movies. 
So <laughs> what is he's alluding to? <laughs> is, uh, movie, I'll, I'll, I'll take you back to last year's NBA Media Day. Now, Jimmy Butler, he uh, he does have little uh, dreadlock afro on top of his head. But uh, last year, he decided to get extensions and rock these uh, dreadlocks that came down to his knees. And, and everyone sort of had a laugh at him back there and just thought, oh, that's just Jimmy being Jimmy. He's one-upped himself uh, mm. this NBA Media Day. He's got the old hair straightener out. Straightened his hair down to look to rock that sort of uh, early two thousands punk emo rock look, uh, and he's got the eye piercing, he's got a nose piercing, he's got a lip piercing, just to sort of have a little troll and, and have a bit of good fun. So every time someone's going to look back at, at Jimmy Butler's twelfth uh, NBA season, they're going to see him uh, rocking this emo look. But boys, it just got me thinking. Izzy, I know, I know you might have one or two that stand out, so I'll start with, with you, Uncle. Was there any uh, media day pranks or, or anything that you did to sort of just have a little laugh with the media? We know how serious it can be with, with you two uh, top-class journalists being on well, the other side of it Every now. day on this show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, while you were playing, did you ever do anything to, to sort of stitch up the media, Kempi? Uh, yeah, but you can't say anything on the radio. <laughs> You'll go you to a- jail. I'll give you a, yeah. I'll give you a, a, a couple of um, standouts for me. One was stopping Kevin Campion from jumping over the fence and knocking out a journalist. Um, <laughs> that was that was classic. That was up. pretty classic. Oh, I, I I don't know whether Ke- Campo was serious, but you know I had to act actually physically pull him back <laughs> to, to get him out to training because he was uh, a little bit red under the collar. Um, but one of the one of the interactions that I liked was the. For, for me, because you know, we didn't really have the social media and stuff around back in those days where you, you're trying to build your profile. Um, but, the, but the scrum, you know, like the media scrum, like we never used to have that in rugby league. Um, and when I went over to the States and talked to a guy called Marty Schottenheimer out of, the, out of San Diego Chargers, who arguably was the best NFL coach at the time, taught me about the media and, and basically said, you know, have a media scrum, um, you get them all in front of you, talk to them, give them the answers that they want before they ask you questions and, and get on with it. And, and now it's just the norm. Um, but straightening my hair, putting pierces, when I saw it, I just the first person I thought about, well, we've got a long way to catch Dennis Rodman. <laughs> oh, Kempi. Um, mate, I, I haven't done anything in terms of hair. I didn't have much hair back then. So. <laughs> uh, just get a little gag, or gag in there early before you all come back. Um, but for me, there was a game against uh, France in the Rugby World Cup 2011. And this stems from a WhatsApp group. This is the early days in WhatsApp when you can create chat groups. And our chat group was called the Quackers Anonymous. And so we, we thought we'd come up with a, a gang sign, you know, a sign, <laughs> which is ba- basically the crazy horses of, of boy. Yeah. Um, so you put your, your hand up like this and you start quacking. And I just said, oh, look, if I score a try against France, I'll do this quacker. And I scored a try against France and DC comes up and hugs me behind me and I'm just doing this quacker. And I'm over <laughs> quacking the crowd. Anyway, that goes on and the next week I get into the media. And they start asking me about the sign. And then I just went on and just played this big game. I can't exactly remember what I was saying, but I pretty much said it was this um, 
this this religious Roman Empire kind of you know like I just I don't know I, I was just being an idiot DC and was sitting next to me just looking at me going you're an idiot mate and so I just I just played the media for the whole week and basically all it was was just a bunch of mates from Hawks Bay that were called the Quackers Anonymous and I was just paying homage to my brothers. The truth comes out. Why did you Why did you lie about it? Because I just wanted to play a game. It's all <laughs> about playing the media. It, make it the Roman Empire. <laughs> yeah, no, I just went off on a tangent. Oh, Dagger Aurelius will start calling him from now on. <laughs>